Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Weekly Podcast. We'll talk about Detroit. We'll look forward to Atlanta. It's an East-West showdown this weekend, which is very exciting. Plenty to talk about. We'll review how we did, who we like, and more going forward. We'll, we'll also do the Ride 100% Lead Pipe Lock of the Week. It's all in this show. Thanks to Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Blake Baggett, Justin Bogle, Zach Osborne, a lot of guys wearing Fly Racing. Ben LeMay also, uh, privateers, factory riders alike, all use and depend on Fly Racing for all their gear needs. And they've got a complete line of gear, five different st- uh, five different lines, I believe. And from wild to mild colors, uh, whatever it is, they'll have you covered. Food Formula Helmet is out, and it is a work of art, simply. Uh, Pro Taper, protaper.com. Geico, Honda, JGR, Suzuki, Rockstar, Husky Worldwide. Uh, use Pro Taper. Uh, the Micro Bar, which is standard uh, on the KJS Seat Bikes, been really, really good for them. If you have a little one, little tiny hands, needs little tiny bars and little tiny grips, the, the Pro Taper Micro line of bars, please check it out. And 100%, of course, uh, they have all the goggles. You know that. You know Plessinger and Webb and Marvin and Sealy and Wilson. They, they rely on 100% goggles. But besides that, they've got a whole line of casual wear. Fantasy 19 at checkout to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. So they've got a lot of cool stuff, and Fantasy 19 is a code to save. So thanks to the folks at Kawasaki. Three KX, two strokes, or 250 and four stroke and 450. I don't know why I keep saying strokes. We're giving away this weekend. Thanks to Kawasaki. Turn your competition green with Envy. And, of course, the RacerX brand as well. Use the code PulpMX. Do not use the code exhaust. To save at RacerXBrand.com. All right. Parabinos, Truman, JT, all coming up here. Let's get right to it. Thanks for playing PulpMX Fantasy, by the way. Really appreciate it. On to the show. And now, as promised, to review how we did up in uh, Detroit on Pulp Mix Fantasy and what we think is going to happen this weekend in Atlanta, including the 250 East-West Showdown. Uh, my friends, my buddies, uh, first up, from Athena, and get the Chad Reed whisperer that failed to tell us how Chad Reed was feeling about Detroit, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? I'm good. He was on my team. You guys didn't pick him? A little heads up would have been nice. Uh, nice. I took him Thanks, off. Dan. Anyway. Uh, I, took, I took him off. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I've had to put the cat on. I had this conversation with Paul. We'll get into okay, it. Okay, we can get into it. Uh, also on the line from ProTaper, uh, ProTaper.com. They're a sponsor of this podcast. Uh, please check them out. What, whatever kind of handlebar you need, they've got it, including the micro bar line. Paul Parabinos, what's up, Paul? How are you? What's up, Steve? What's up, boys? I am. Uh, I didn't do too good, but... I'm putting a positive smiley face on it because I think we're going to have an exciting weekend coming up here. Uh, Paul, uh, on Monday night show, Dan, Daniel Blair sat in the co-host chair and said, what's the big b- deal about a triple crown? I can do a wheel swap. I can change the oil. I can change a clutch and refill the oil in under 10 minutes. No, he can't. I will um, bet money that he can't. Okay. I've done the triple crown as a mechanic, and 10 minutes to drain the oil, change a clutch, and change both wheels is impossible, even if you have multiple mechanics. Uh, I told him I agree. So, uh, Also from Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check out the new Formula Helmet. Man who did not have a good fantasy weekend, uh, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? You said it. My team sucks. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into how we did in Detroit. Triple Crown again. So everyone should have eight guys in the main event. If you didn't have eight guys in the main event, it's just because you did not have access to your phone or to a computer at all during the day. Um, we may change these next year, Paul, right? Triple crowns. We may look at radically changing the the, the, the handicaps. 
Yeah, I, I think so. Um, for one, just we don't want to have the 150-way ties that we have sometimes because um, – and one of the big things that we try to do as game makers, I guess you could say, uh, you know, if you've watched um, – F, I can't remember the name of that movie now um, – The Hunger Games. As the game makers here, we want to make sure that it's very interesting and there's lots of players to use, and that's just not the case typically at a Triple Crown. Um, it, everybody zones in on – similar riders typically so i think it went much better this weekend than it did at anaheim too mm-hmm. but a quick fix that we've been talking about is maybe just handicaps never go above 11 at a triple crown so mm-hmm. um, but yeah we'll implement some changes yeah. next year to make them yeah, more we'll, exciting. F- we'll figure it out um all right so i scored 251 i was 16 16 overall 1616th overall i am uh 1000 i have 1708 points i have i'm overall series rank is 683 uh, Dan, how'd you do, and how are you ranked? Well, I couldn't pick Wharton, so my team sucked. Because if you didn't have Wharton on your team, you couldn't win. So yeah, you was... said that last week. You you had yeah. said that this is going to hurt you. Yeah. So I got 261 points. Um, overall ranked is 865th, and I have 1654 points. So I'm not that far behind you. I will beat you. I will take your fifty dollars. Forty. Yeah, you're fifty-four points behind me. Okay, Paul, how'd you do? 255 at Detroit. My overall rank is um, 1370, and I have 1658 in series points. All right. And JT? 228 last weekend. My overall series rank is last, and I have 1,689 (laughs) points, and I am this close to officially forfeiting this season because my team is a complete joke. Hold on. Wharton can't decide whether he wants to ride or not ride or blow his bike up or show up next weekend or not. Maybe he's going to – I don't know. Maybe he rides a 450 this weekend. So I can't pick him again. That would be swell. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's not going well. I'm not happy about it if you can't tell from my voice. Hold on. You were ahead of me like two weeks ago, and now you're 100 points back of me? Yeah, Steve. Yes. That's exactly wow. what's happening. I'm very sharp, surprised at this. I, I did not realize this. Okay, here we go. Before JT loses his mind anymore. What um, happens when you can't pick Blake Wharton and you, you pick guys like Remy Alves who they get last place? They look, How do you get last place? Like you race the race and you get last? Like how does that even happen? Man, I was going to pick Alves too, and, and I didn't, and I was bummed the first race because he was up there. Uh, okay. He let you down. So – Here's where I question some of the people that play Pulp Mix Fantasy. Uh, 250 class from Detroit. Blake Wharton, number one point scorer, filled 46 points. Justin Thompson, 38 points after that. Henry Miller, Cartwright, Clark, Davalos, Lucercio, all in the mix. Justin Thompson was a 16 handicap. He made it through the LCQ. Why, Paul, does he only have a 36% pick trend? Dude, I don't know. I tweeted about this, and for the life of me, I don't care how much you can analyze this. At a 16, you're guaranteed to get sixth place double. The guy could never show up. He could be eating nachos in the stands. <laughs> it, uh, why is he not on your team? Are you saving him for next week at the at the, right. at the shootout when he's not going to make the night show? Like, what are people doing? I don't know. I JT, 36% pick trend. Well, are did Pulp Max fantasy people did they collectively hit their head? I don't know, but I am reserving judgment because my team was okay. so far <laughs> okay. behind. Right. And you know the worst thing about my team is that the points weren't that terrible. I got 228 points, okay? That's yeah. not good. Right. Let's get that on the open. But it's not that bad. But I got like 3,600th place on the weekend. 
So clearly the points were really tight. And I'm looking at my team, and they're not. it's not that bad. If Remy Alves doesn't get last place, if he gets any place other than last place, I jump up like 2,000 spots. So, yeah, it's just been going that way for me. If something can go wrong, it is going wrong. If Blake Wharton's bike's going to blow up with a lap to go and I'm going to get go from 40 points to zero, that's going to happen. That's just how it's going lately. Um, oh, man, Alves was an 11 and he got last, so no double points. I just looked at that. that yeah, yeah, Dan, that was, uh, that was what I was going on uh, about getting last place. Mark's last al- place. Mark's also had Alves, too. Mark's also had him. Um, I I sent a video of him pushing his bike up the hill. If anybody's seen that, <laughs> Mark was not pumped. Not. <laughs> um, ninety-six uh, percent correct first lap leaders for uh, for Detroit for two fifty class. Sixty-two percent of you selected somebody, and ninety-six percent got it right. It was Forkner, Smith, and uh, uh, Forkner again. So I had Forkner obviously, so I got those points. I had Blake Wharton. Um, yep, I had him the first round when he crashed, dead lost. And worked his way into double points by, like, the end. Uh, so I had him at first round, skipped him at second round. Obviously, couldn't pick him. Now I could pick him. I had him. I had Justin Thompson, 16 handicap. As Paul said, uh, if you got a guy, as we talked about last week, a 12 handicap doesn't necessarily mean you're going to kill it um, in your in the main event. But a 16, yes, it does. Uh, I went Wilson Fleming. So he actually got outperformed by Cartwright, Miller, Clark, and Marty on that. But I went Wilson Fleming was a 13. I went with him. Uh, and I went, my all-star was Amart, uh, because he was a four and I had room to move, but he, uh, he didn't max out only 23 points for Amart. He had that one shitty first main event, uh, in, in, uh, in Detroit. And I actually had the top four guys for the pick trend, Thompson, Wharton, Fleming, Martin. So a lot of people got my score. Cause I imagine they had, they had, they had Forkner as well. Uh, Paul, who'd you have for two fifties? My 250 team was pretty good. Um, I did have Forkner for the first lap leader. I did have Wharton because I was on the same trend as you. I took him at uh, the first East Coast round. Didn't work out so good. Couldn't take him last weekend, then did take him at Detroit. Um, Obviously, I put Justin Thompson on there, so I had Wharton, Thompson. I went Henry Miller. Uh, So, so far, a perfect team. He scored 34. That was the next kind of uh, tier of guys. Yep. And then my all-star... Uh, was Justin Cooper, and he didn't max out. He left three on the table. So the all-star trend was good. The all-star results were good this weekend. We had, I think, four all-stars, Forkner, Sexton, Peters, and Smith that maxed out and four that didn't. So mm-hmm. that's, that's cool. I, I mean, as I kind of want that as you know to be the trend a little bit. I don't want it to be a free 26 points every weekend right. from all-stars. So um, pretty good 250 team, three points short of perfect. And then um, – <clears throat> My 450 squad. Well, wait, I didn't. I had. We'll, 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 I did hold on, have, hold on. We'll just ahead. we'll do 250s first because I I didn't do that. Uh, 250s, Dan, for you. So for the people I could pick, I was only seven points shy of what would have been my best team because I couldn't pick Wharton. Right. So I feel like I was pretty good. I did have Forkner first lap leader. Uh, I think Mark said something like 5,000 people did that. So um, you know that was no surprise. I had Justin uh, Thompson also. He was the only 36 pick trend, you guys said, but it was the highest pick trend. So, you know, it looks like there was a lot of spread, but I, I agree everyone should have had him. I was with you guys. I had Wilson Fleming and Steve, your stupid nets, took him down, and he was yeah. stuck in it like a freaking spider over there. He couldn't get out, and I was just yelling, like, please, can I help him? Like, he's upside down. <laughs> and uh, But it was okay. I only lost – he got 30 points. The next best would have been, like, 34 that I could pick. Yep. I also went Henry Miller. 
he didn't qualify last week. Uh, his handicap went up a little bit. He was good week one, so I just thought he would be good in the three-man events, and, and he got 34 points. And then, like Paul, I went Justin Cooper. Um, the All-Stars were tough this week, I thought. I couldn't pick uh, – I, I didn't want to pick Jordan Smith just because I knew of his injury, even though he did get 26 points. I, I didn't expect him to do that well. So between the All-Stars I could pick, I thought that Cooper would be the best. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I, was, I was seven points shy of what would have been the best score for me. JT, Alves, and? Justin Thompson, which I agree with you guys. That was an easy pick. I, I mean, I literally, there was no chance I was taking him off because no matter what, you're getting, you know, sixth place double points. Like, that, to me, that's a no-brainer. Wilson Fleming I had, um, which he was doing really good, and then he crashed his brains out twice in the last main event, which pushed him back uh, to, what, 21st overall. So he should have been much better than that. And then I had Justin Cooper as my all-star, uh, which he got the same amount of points as Amart, which was uh, 23. So not exactly what I wanted out of him, but uh, but decent. Um, you know, what hurt me was Alvis. I mean, that was – it's not a ton of points, but yeah. if he just gets 11th, I double my points. I go to 24 points or whatever it was. I believe it was 24. Yeah, 24. And now I'm at least in the ball game. Like, now that pushes me up to 240 for my total score, and it's not horrible, but – uh, I mean that hurt. That hurt, that everyone was so tight in these uh, these triple crown events mm-hmm. because everybody has eight in. Everybody's going for the high high pick. So a 12 point swing is is pretty brutal. Uh, and that that yeah that was kind of a story of my 250 team. I did have Forkner. I thought that was an easy pick, and I'm assuming the the pick trim was really high for Forkner. Uh, I mean the guy's whole shotted pretty much everything he's done so far. Right. Um, so yeah. Uh-huh. Not, I mean, when you look at it on paper, I got 118 points out of my 250 class. That's not terrible, but it's relative to a Triple Crown event where people are just, you know, lighting the scoreboard up. That's what really hurts. All right, uh, 450s again, Dan. Would have been nice to uh, find out that Chad was feeling good and, and in a good mood and everything was good because he maxed out at 42. Or didn't max out. He he got the most points, max points uh, in that 450 class, for 42 points for Reed. 36 for Brees, 36 for Blos. I couldn't pick him. Uh, Osborne, couldn't pick Osborne either. 34 for Zacco. Uh, the Catanzaro, AJ Catanzaro was next, 32. Then Braden, 28. Hill, 28. Uh, for my team, again, I couldn't pick Blos. I couldn't pick Osborne. Uh, I did not even look at Reed. I'll be honest. He's, he, he was a uh, handicap zero. He uh, had a 7% pick trend, so not a lot of people looked at Chad. And I, I did not think he would do as well as he did, but, but nice job for him. I had Brees. 14 handicap. He's in the main event. Uh, stuffed Ronnie Stew late in the LCQ to get in. So I'll take Brees, 36 points. I had the cat just because he was a 14. I didn't think he would do that well. I don't think his fitness is great, but he's a 14. And uh, so I took the cat, 32 points. My all-star was Barsha, and he was a handicap 6. I went the whole night thinking he was a handicap 5, and therefore when he got 7th, I was screwed. But I was happy to see that he was actually a 6, and I only did it because... Uh, uh, again, the all-star giving me a lot of room to move. And here's where I went wrong. We talk about this guy every single week on the show. I've never picked him. Well, not this year. I don't think I picked him this year. He's always in the 30s. He's always dependable. He's a rock. Bob Seeger wrote like a rock about him. Kyle Chisholm, who did nothing like he normally does. Chiz ended up. I had him too. Chiz crashed. Chiz, Chiz was off the track. Chiz was riding around. He ate shit off a dragon back. His fuel was spilling everywhere on his bike. Chiz did not Chiz. He got 12 points. Uh, 
and he let me down, and he let a lot of people down because Chiz was the uh, sixth highest pick trend. Uh, pick trend, Catanzaro was number one at 45. Eli Tomac was number two uh, at 40. Brees, three. Brayton was next. Dean was after, Dean Wilson was after that, and then Chiz was after that. So that was your pick trend right there. And uh, Actually, I had Barsha, and he only had a 10% pick trend, so people didn't really like that six all-star uh, moving around. But, Paul, besides Chiz, who'd you have? Yeah, I mean, again, my 450 team was okay, and uh, I couldn't pick Chris Blose or or Zach Osborne. So I did have Ryan Brees, though. So um, obviously, I didn't pick Chad Reed. I just he wasn't on my radar, and I don't think you know for the seven percent that did pick him, great, good job. But I mean, I don't think any of us thought a third would be in the cards. I think for sure Chad as well. You know, yeah, he could be five to seven. That's predictable. But third, it. He rode well, obviously. So that was a lot of points there, but I, I it wasn't. I was yeah. never going to pick him. I was never going to pick um, him either. Yeah, uh, my all star went Eli Tomac. I thought that was easy. Unfortunately, I lost seven because I did not get a first lap leader. Three riders, three different riders, got it, and I was not. I didn't have any of them. Oh, by the Roxen way, yes, and, I, I had Roxon. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was Brayton, Baggett, and Webb. Um, so you know what? Maybe maybe Webb is the go to guy for. First lap leaders, you know, maybe we can do a little look back and see how many times he's gotten it, but the guy's starts are on point, and maybe that's a guy that we need to go look at for first lap leader going forward. Um, anyway, so I had Brees, I had Cantazaro, um, Tomac was my all-star, and then, yeah, I had Chisholm, and fuck, man, like, if he doesn't <laughs> DNF that second race, he, he, he'll still get 17th overall. He got 18th overall and missed double points by one position, like, Chiz always chizzes, and of course Dude. the weekend we pick him, something oh. happens. That's just, that's just the part of this game sometimes it's yeah it's very frustrating especially because we like chiz good dude we've known we've all known him for a long time he gives you an honest effort out there every saturday night and he oh yeah yeah, i mean i mean he crashed big and dnf the second one and i was like he's gonna line up for the third one i know kyle he's tough he'll line up and sure enough he did and he still almost got double points for us it's just yeah uh man it's just bad luck is all yep uh dan so I had Roxon first lap leader as well, and I agree that Webb might be the go-to guy. Daniel Blair, each week during opening ceremonies, comes and shows me his team, and he shows it to me, and he doesn't have Thompson on his team in the 250 class. He has a heart ramp, or whatever his name is, and I'm like, no, you have to put Thompson on your team. He's a 16, and Blair's like winning his leagues that he plays for money, and I don't know. This just shows that. What kind of league is he in? Yeah, like, I don't know. He has like a hundred and something more points than us, so he's doing fine. And um, Jim, he's, it's just him and Jim Holly. That's it. <laughs> that was, he's, yeah. like, he's like, is it uh are you sure? And I'm like, he's a 16. At worst, you know, he'll do good. So he changed it. And then he shows me his 450 team, and he has Webb, and I'm like, man, really? And he's like, oh, Webb's going to hold shot. You know, and he, he had some stats on Webb's starts, and I, didn't, I just always think Kenny gets the starts. He's always up front, but maybe he doesn't get the whole shot. So uh, Daniel must have had a really good team. I don't, I'd have to look at his points. But uh, anyway, my team, I could pick Osborne, so he was never not on my team. Uh, I, I passed on him in Dallas. I honestly, so my- I honestly thought Osborne would kill it more. I thought he would deliver more points for his owners this week, and I was getting ready to be very, even more bitter at him. <laughs> I, I thought so, too. I thought he would be better than, than he was. And, um, you know, in, in staging, he's like, man, the intensity is just crazy. You know, he's like, you can't practice this stuff. And, and that's kind of why I didn't pick him in Dallas. I just thought maybe just being out for so long would be tough. But I had my original team was Osborne, Tomac, Reed, and Brayton. And that's what I sent to Paul. And I was like, 
these guys are all solid. And Paul's like, yeah, but what if Brayton gets 11th? And I was like, you're right. Like, I'm taking a risk. I thought Chad would be 7 to 10, Brayton would be 5 to 8, something like that, and I would just get solid points. And then we talked, and he's like, you need to probably put the cat and Brees in. So it, it only cost me two points. I, put, I pulled Reed and Brayton, and I put the cat and Brees in. So it, it wasn't like a big swing for me, even though Chad got 42 points. You know, who I swapped them for yeah. paid off. But but know? again, like we said last week, like Brees and Catanzaro were 14s and they were no-brainer picks. But guess what? Reed had six more points, and that goes to show you that it's not always just picking the high handicap guys because we talked about A2 and Savachi led everybody there. You know, so Yeah, and we talked about last week too, like either you have to go f- pick both Brees and the Cat or the Reed and the Brayton. Like I couldn't drop – I wasn't going to drop Chad and just pick up the cat because you never know which you're going to do the wrong thing, right? Like, I'd probably drop Chad and, and pick up, you know, the cat who got only 32 points, you know? So I dropped both guys that were zeros and took both 14s. I'm happy with my score. I kind of wish that I would have uh, picked Webb for first lap leader, but I didn't do any, I didn't look at any data. So that's my own fault. But 261 on the weekend is not terrible. And what I was saying on Brayton, you know, I thought it was I thought it was very doable that he could get 11th and not get double. I mean, if he doesn't nut that start he, and he doesn't get that two, he got ninth overall with his other finishes. Like I just think that's kind of his range right now. And 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 I looked at his lap times, and his second best lap time was quite a bit off of his best. So to me, I thought he kind of not got lucky, but he really nutted that that qualifying lap. But I I thought his second lap wasn't. It wasn't consistently easy for him to go that elite, elite speed. So I was just like, ah, I think he's going to finish like eight to twelve range. And yeah, that first round, that first race, obviously, just put him really helped him. Uh, JT, yeah, for sure. Well, I've been doing some analysis here, and uh, yeah, the whole reason I did terrible is because I couldn't pick Blake Wharton. So I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to the four fifty class. That's what all this comes down to. You can, we can talk about picks and who did what and all that, but my team was awesome, other than Blake Wharton not being on it. That's it. Period. End of story. So. All right then. But that's no. That really that's what it came down to. Right. Like it was a huge swing of whether you can pick Wharton or not. Like I I've looked at all these because what started this is I'm looking at my teams and your your guys' teams, and they're all really similar. I didn't have any horrible picks other than the Alvis thing that we talked about. But everybody else was pretty good. I had Ryan Brees, second highest score. I was never going to pick Chad, so say what you want, right or wrong. He was never even in consideration, so I'll just eat that one. Uh, I had the Cat, same as Steve, same pick, no problem. I had Brayton, 28 points. I'll take it. Uh, the second main event of his hurt pretty bad. He put an 11th on the board. Got a horrible start. That, uh, that set us back. Uh, and then I had Roxon, who got 21. Not, I didn't know he had the flu, so I, that's on me. Um, but still 21. But I, I look at it, and both teams were pretty decent, other than I didn't get 46 points out of Wharton. Pretty, pretty simple. Um, all right. So, we can pick them this week, JT, though. Me and you can pick them this week. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Dan. Yep, there you go. I have him. T- I can pick him too. <laughs> he uh, he's just yeah. I mean, it should be no problem this week. He'll absolutely kill it. Uh, oh wait, maybe not. Uh, oh, thanks, really? thanks to Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com for coming on this podcast. Please check him out on the web. Blake Baggett, uh, Justin Bogle, Zach Osborne, all running Fly. Just among the guys running Fly. Uh, go to the uh, pits this weekend in Atlanta, five o'clock. Wygant and JT will be there doing a Fly Live pit show. So please check those guys out on the web. Mountain bike stuff as well. I've I absolutely love their helmet that they offer. Uh, please also to 100. percent 
100% goggles are crafted from the finest materials to provide racers with the highest level of functionality and accurate vision. But they offer much more than goggles, everybody. They got a massive line of casual apparel ranging from ultra-technical athletic wear to officially licensed Geico Honda stuff. Ride100percent.com. Use the code FANTASY19 at checkout to save. FANTASY19 at checkout at Ride100percent.com to save with, with uh, those guys. Uh, ProTaper, ProTaper.com. Rockstar Husky Worldwide. By the way, kicking off this weekend, MXGP Series. The Ice One Kawasaki team. Paul will have ProTaper on their bikes. So that's the exciting. The Ice One Husky team. But what, yes, I'm what, very excited for MXGP. System. What did I say? Very excited. What did I say? You said the Ice One Kawasaki team. Oh, he's Jesus. got he's got Kawasaki on the mind. I do, I do. <laughs> um, for yes, and uh, yes, kicking off this weekend. All right, okay, and also to Racer X brand. Uh, please go to Racer X brand. Use the code PulpMX to save with those guys, uh, and uh, you can save on T-shirts and and real cool Racer X brand stuff. Kawasaki. Speaking of which, Kawasaki three bikes from those guys. Turn the competition green with envy. Uh, I want to thank those guys for coming on board, and uh, we've been doing a great job with, with them. So, um, Okay, so I didn't say Dirty Al Green's locks of the week, so here we go. Let me get to that. Um, Let's make them up. <laughs> easy, bro. <laughs> okay, so JT, you weren't on the show, but we all had Wharton, except I didn't want to. Okay, Dan, you had Wharton and Zacco. Paul, you had Wharton and Zacco. Uh, I picked Pennington. Um, because Ouch. but he but he broke his wrist in practice or broke his wrist during the week. No, in press in practice practice press day. That's it, press, press day. day. So Pennington yeah. broke his wrist, and my four fifty lock of the week was Chiz. Uh, so yeah, it didn't Ouch. didn't quite work out. But that was my one hundred percent lead pipe lock of the week. There we go. Okay, so Atlanta. Let's start two fifties because it's a, it's a shootout slash showdown. It's very exciting. This is going to really add a lot to this game. Uh, now, we're only doing – so we have eight all-stars. The top eight in points are all-stars normally. But because this is the combined East-West, only the top four in each coast are all-stars. So keep that in mind. So the fifth-place guy in each coast is, is eligible for double points. Paul, you've done some math on this. There's 19 guys that I would say and you would say and, and most rational people would say there's 19 guys – that are our lock for the main, and there are some heavy hitters. They're going to try to find those three spots, and that's crazy when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, this weekend presents so many different challenges and angles and ways to think about how to how to build your team. Obviously, I think always the most important is to have four guys in the main event. Um, but man, it's going to be hard because I'll list the I'll list these eighteen that we're talking about, and I don't think anybody listening would argue that they're not going to make the main event. So after these 18, there's four spots left, and there's a lot of good guys that can can take those four, so it's going to be tough. But McElrath, Sexton, Forkner, Alex Martin, Jordan Smith, R.J. Hampshire, Justin Cooper, Dylan Ferrandis, Colt Nichols, Cameron McAdoo, Brandon Hartraft, Kyle Peters, Garrett Marchbanks, Jimmy Dakotas, Mitchell Oldenburg, Marty Davalos, Adam Cincerillo, and Jacob Hayes. I think those are the 18 that for sure will be in there. Um, but man, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Does anybody uh, on the line think any of those 18 are not locks to make it right? Well, I would just say that it's, it's never a lock when you have these shorter races and, you know, then guys are on the outside for the LCQ if they have a problem in the heat. Uh, but those are, those are the best guys that you named. It's just, it just never seems to work out exactly that way. So, I mean, that leaves out guys like Harrison, Moseman, Cantrell, Bailey, Bailey, uh, Wharton, Wharton, yeah. Cunningham, uh, right? Cunningham was not on your Cun- list. Cunningham, did you, say, did you say Lopes? 
No, we didn't no, say No, I said uh, Bloat. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to come through the phone. Wow. I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, Costello got eighth, and I was in the mud, but at the last round, like, there's a lot of good guys that that could get in, but I, I agree those 18 should be the best 18. It's going to be tough. But, so let's talk all-star, what we did with their handicaps. Um, we took the top four in points from each coast. The two guys with the red plates, the PC guys, Forkner and, and Cincerello, they're both coming off back-to-back wins. Um, so we set them both at a, at a zero. Uh, the guys that are in second place in points, that's the TLD guys, Jordan Smith and Shane McElrath, they're a one. The guys that are in third, um, Sexton and uh, Nichols. Uh, Colt Nichols, they're both a two. And the guys that are in fourth in points are the star guys, Justin Cooper and Dylan Fernandez, they're both a three. So those are your all-stars. you got to pick one of those guys. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure which, which one I, I like at the moment. I think if you're a privateer 250 rider, just – just get the money back. Get your get your signing money back. And go watch some Supercross for the night. <laughs> how how good would the 250 class be if it was like this though every weekend and it was like the 450 class? It'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, it'd it be, would be. It'd it be would sweet. be awesome. Um, I tell you, I tell you, who one guy, one guy that could upset the apple card in the the East is Jace Owen. Oh, I think he. Oh, what do you I know? He could get in. Oh, yeah. What do you know, Paul? I mean, you 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 were counting him. I'll say that, and he is the a very high handicap on this list, but he's going to have to race with the East Coast guys. I, I don't know who he's been racing. I haven't been following. You have. But it he's been like winning he's been the arena cross stuff. Yeah, Paul, say, so. listen, before you got on the line, JT, Paul was not happy with my <laughs> Chase Owen hype at all. And, oh, really? Oh, okay. And uh, and so that's where this is coming from. But, folks, Chase Owen is your 100% lead pipe block of the week for Steve Mathis. Oh, that's, wow. that's crazy talk, but nope. I think he has a chance nope. to get in there. He's in, bro. He's good. Jace Owen's good. He's a 15. I know he's good, but yeah. to say he's your lead pipe block of the week, is that's delusional. Nope. He's in. All right, so he beats, wow. He gets in out of the heat race. Who does he beat? I don't know if he does gets he, in. I don't know how he gets in. He could be the LCQ. I don't know. I, I'm just saying, when you look at the East, I'm not saying he doesn't get in. I'm just saying, when you look at it on paper, he doesn't beat Marty or Forkner or uh, Jordan Smith. Who, who does he beat? Like, uh, how does he get in? Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. Neymar, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Peters, like, all these guys beat him, I think. Okay. Well, whatever. Uh, he's a 15, and Jace Owen is going to come through for all of us. So. Wow. Um, well, I mean, why don't, why don't you not take him this weekend, and then when he races the next weekend, I don't know, where is that? Well, because you guys are going to put his, knock his handicap down to, like, an 8. Yeah, he'll podium Daytona then, right? No, no, if no. If he doesn't no. make the main event, hey, listen, then... he's, he's a he's a good starter. He's always been a good starter. Okay, so he can get in that way. He's got good speed because he's winning this Arena Cross series. He's won Arena Cross before. Like it all better than you. Is, 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 is he going when he gets into the main event? Is he going to just hammer down and break uh, an incredible record in the main event? Nope. No way. Okay. No way. This but is a but, but, but that I think fifth... he might. I think he might make it. Also, can you name four people he beat in Arena Cross? Four. Yes, Out I can. Out of any of the ten races. Yes, can I can. Yes, I can. Okay, let's, let's, say, let's hear it. Blake Wharton, all oh the time. God. One race. Okay, go ahead. Fred Noren. What? Isn't Fred he Noren a coach count. Club MX these Fred, days? Fred Noren doesn't count. That's what JT... <laughs> he doesn't, that's what he he doesn't does. count. JT just said he doesn't count. Okay. All right, come on. Give me two he more. Retired. There was, he retired. There was a press release on Racer X. This guy retired. Uh, no, give me two more. Jordan Jarvis does you, not count. That's for real. Casey Brennan. You can't, you can't use Noren as a Supercross example. <laughs> I was I was told to give four yep. four, four right. names. 
Who's the third guy? <laughs> Casey Brennan, who just made a main event in 450s. Okay. Brennan. He's in step first. He beat Jeff DeMent, too. All right, whatever, guys. Listen. No, give me a fourth one. I just did. No, you didn't. Brennan, no, Norin, and, and Wharton. Give me four. Uh, I couldn't give you another one. I couldn't do exactly. it. I couldn't exactly. Do it. That's all listen, I <laughs> listen, a good starter. He's confident. He's a good starter. He can lay down laps. He can get in that way. And, and will he do anything in the main event? Probably not, but he's a 15. Kyle and or Cassandra Regal. He beat the, he beat the Sewell brothers. <laughs> the Sewell brothers. What? No, listen. They raced when I raced. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm joking. But whatever. All right. So you, you'll all see. Um, but who do you like, Paul? Well, I tell you, it's hard. But um, I, do you want to talk about All-Star or are we skipping over them? No. Uh, yeah, all of it. Uh, okay. So All-Star, I, I man, I, I guess I think I like Forkner at a zero. I, I just think that his – confidence will roll he'll win his heat race and that'll give him a good gate pick for the main event which is going to enable him to get a good finish for the main event but man i don't know i mean a guy like colt nichols could show up and win the race um uh, uh i don't know uh, <laughs> i guess dylan ferrandis is a good one um at a three that's my guy but i think his starts are gonna be compounded when he has to go through Twice as many good guys. I just don't know that if he ever. I don't know if he ever gets to the top five if he continues starting where he starts. So maybe Forkner is a safe play here. I know there's not a lot of wiggle room, yeah. but there's only one to three wiggle room with these all stars anyway. Do you, Dan? Do you favor the East Riders a little bit over the West? Uh, a little bit, just because they raced last right. weekend. Yep. And I mean, I know the the West guys are still riding and and doing stuff, but they've been testing outdoors and things like that. So I think. Forkner, I do give it a little bit to Forkner just because he's been racing week to week, yes. Okay, so all-star JT, what, what about you? What do you like? I, I think looking at these for me, again, I, that's my theory about giving – I don't like that zero, even though Forkner has been absolutely incredible. Like I'll take Ferrandez at a three or Cooper, but maybe Ferrandez, probably Ferrandez. Yeah, I think I don't think you can really go wrong on paper. Um, I think if you picked Forkner or Cincerillo – I would probably go away from Cincerello just because he's been a little up and down, and you never know if he's going to try too hard and throw it away. Forkner's been so lights out, it's hard not to pick him. I would do like the Ferrandez pick, although the last time he was at this race, he left in an ambulance. Uh, but it's not easy. I, I could make a case and then argue that case with you on anybody you picked. Yeah. Um, okay, so who else? Who else? 250 shootout, JT. What else do you like? What else sticks out uh, at you? Um, it's going to be difficult. I think you're going to have to take some, some chances here and hope your guy gets in um, if you want to score big points. Uh, you know, for me, Wharton, I'm, I might take a shot at Wharton because I do think he's going to qualify. Uh, but at a 10, there's a chance. I mean, remember last year at the shootout at Indy, it was his first round, and he scored a ton of points. So... Maybe he pays off again. Um, I do think if he gets in the main event, I do think he'll be in the top 12 or 13, and that's a lot of points. He's, he's in shape. He's raced this you know, 250 class for a long time, and he kind of knows what to do. So I, as, as scary as it is to pick Wharton at a 10 in a shootout, I, I kind of like it. I think I'm going to take Jace Owen, too, at a 15. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. After my last couple of weeks, I need, I need to get some points back. 
Um, and I, I honestly, I'm I'm going off nothing more than his. He's a great starter, one of the best starters probably in this class. Um, so I might take a flyer with him. But I think, you know, like I said, I think you're going to have to take some chances and get lucky uh, because there are a lot of points to be earned. You know, with this shootout format, we raise the handicaps on all these guys because it's going to be so difficult to get a good finish. But at the, in the same breath, somebody's got to finish up there. So you know somebody's going to do well that you're not thinking about. Somebody like Hartrance at a six, he could go get tenth. You know, that's a lot of points. Uh, the hard part is going to be sifting through who's going to do well and who's not. Uh, and there's no easy way to say that. We're all going to be guessing. Uh, and I think, like I just said, I think when it really comes down to it, you're going to have to just guess and hope that you get lucky. Dan, what do you like? I agree with JT on the Wharton thing. Uh, we can both pick them. You guys can't. I think if you can pick Wharton, I think he does qualify. He's been a good starter, like JT said about Indy. I think he got like eighth last year, and he did really good. Um he did get a new some new bike parts, JT. I, I went and researched, and and uh, they seem to have fixed that issue. So hopefully his bike will stay together. But man, it, you could really be watching the LCQ with Wharton and Owen and like Cantrell on your team and just stressing, right? Like I don't know, I don't know. I, I might go safer and go Oldenburg, Jimmy Dakotis. I like Dylan Ferrandez as my all star. I don't know why, but I, I just like it as a three. I think he'd be on the podium. And now what's the what's Dakota's at? Where is it? He's a two. He's a two. Yeah. So do, do, I thought Marty looked good at a one too. Yeah. So you could go Dakota's, Oldenburg, and Marty, and like maybe have four guys in the main event. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then you're pushing. I don't see a very high ceiling for it. Maybe they only get twenty eight, twenty six, twenty eight points per rider. Where if you have Wharton or Owen, you could get a lot of points. So I don't know. It's going to be one of those weekends where you really got to go off practice times, and maybe gate pick makes a difference at this race. Thank you, JT, for getting on the Jay Sowen bandwagon. We appreciate it. Um, Paul, is there any, like, like, Lercurcio at a not, like, are these guys, can they squeak in? Cantrell? Yeah, yeah they can. Yeah. They can. I mean. Lopes? Uh, Lopes? They, I, I don't know about Lopes. Okay. Um, to me, with the exception of Jace Owen, just because I just don't know enough about Jace Owen, so I'm not going to speak to what I don't know. But on this list, I say the highest probability of making the main to ratio to high handicap, essentially the highest handicap yeah. guy that I think makes yep. the main, um, I think is going to be Cantrell. Um, I think Cantrell at 11 will get a good start and will finish P8 or 9 in the heat and go straight to the main. That's what I think will happen with him. Um, <clears throat> when you start to go a little higher than that, I think it gets a lot sketchier. Like uh, Anthony Rodriguez, he could get in there. He's a 14. John Short, he could get in there. He's a 13. If he gets in, I mean, he'll he'll ride great. He'll probably end up like 15th or so, and that's a lot of points, but he could very easily not make the main event. Um, <clears throat> uh, about- Mitchell Harrison is a 14. Oh, no, he can no, do it. No. This, is a guy, no, this is a guy that's gotten no, a podium no, before, no, but it's gone no. so bad on the West Coast that you don't know. But I would think he's had four weeks to fix his stuff, and his team's had time to go through things. Like, I, uh, I know could you imagine are. you pick Mitchell Harrison, Owen, and, like, I don't know, anybody else? <laughs> your, your day's going to suck. People are, people are going to lose their minds on Saturday <laughs> night. Like, this is going to be a... This is going to be a, a really um, frustrating one, I think. Uh, I like Pelos at a five. 
I'm thinking about it. I'm wrapping my head around it. He's a veteran. He won't lose his mind out there. I think the West is a little bit weaker than the East, so maybe the heat race is easier. Uh, JT, blow set of five. It's okay. Um, I think I'm going full send. I think I'm going <laughs> Owen, Attaboy. Harrison, Wharton, and then my all-star would probably be Ferrandis. That's that's as full send as I can go. You can yeah, go Owen. You could go Owen, Harrison, and Cantrell and really go for yeah. it. No, I, I'm not picking I think Cantrell. That's a... I'm out. I am out on Cantrell. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think that's my I'm team. I think, I think I'm Cantrell. for it. Yeah, I'm yeah. for Andis, Owen, Cantrell, and... and um... Oh, so three of us are on to Owen now. I like this. We're all coming around. We're all coming Man. around. And, and Harrison. Harrison, Jesus. That team already hates me, so I might as well pick them. But Can man, I interest in you and a Joey Jay Crown? Owen and he doesn't make the main event, you guys are not going to be able to pick him at Daytona where he'll probably get a shit ton of points. Yeah, he's been a great outdoor rider over the years. Yeah, Daytona's, oh, Daytona's Supercross now. It is. Yeah, that whole that, – that's, that's JT days. That or, ship has sailed. Yeah. Um, that is a good point, Dan. Or who, who just said that? No, Paul said that. That is a good point, Paul, because he will make the main right. in Daytona. Yeah, I mean, I, oh, and just another thing for, for users that are picking their teams, we did do something a touch different. Anybody that has not made a main event on either coast, we gave them an 18 handicap. If you have the balls to pick a guy like Joey Crown and he makes the main event, you deserve to cash in points <laughs> with him at an 18 because right. it's kind of hard for to not make a main event on your respective coast and then show up and make a shootout main event. I think that's tough. I tell you, I tell you one one that could be in play too. I, I just don't know if he's racing. Is Mitchell Falk? He's a thirteen. He's not racing. Not racing. He's not racing. No. Okay. Well, just we'll just strike that from the record. Uh, <laughs> Hangtown. See it, Hangtown. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, him and Covington are getting ready for Hangtown. Osby. We didn't put him in the main, yeah. but he's got speed, man. And he's a if nine. If he was like a fourteen, I'm in. Not at a nine. Though. Not at a I'm nine. Not doing okay. at a nine. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, not at a nine. Um. All right, my team right now, as we sit, it's uh, Owen, Blos, Marty, Dylan, Ferrandis. My 100% lead pipe lock of the week, Fantasy 19 at checkout, by the way, is Jace Owen. So uh, who's your lead pipe lock, Paul? Well, I got a bold claim first. I don't know if you guys are going to shoot me out of a tree but that because I'm crazy, but I don't think Marty sees the top five at Atlanta this year. Atlanta's good for him, though, dude. I don't Podium see him here, seeing 2005 at all. <laughs> Podium in, in 99, he fucking rode a great race to win. I mean, I, I just don't see it. I don't see him beating the PC boys, the TLD boys, or a couple of the star guys. I just don't see him sniffing the top five. It's just too hard now, man. It's okay, but he's a one. I don't need him to sniff the top five. I'm just saying, There's. I, I think that's a, dece- uh, a deceiving pick. Okay. Um, I don't think there's much value there. Right. Uh, who's your who's your lead pipe block of the week, Paul? Oh man, it's I want to say Cantrell because but he cannot make the main event. So um, uh, da, 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 da. come circle back to me for a second. Dan, one hundred percent lead pipe block of the week. Jimmy Dakota. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's odd, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. Uh, JT. I gotta go. I gotta go. Wharton, I guess. Uh, man, I don't know. I don't think 
there is a just shoe in for me. Uh, I probably will have some sort of men or some sort of health problem on Saturday. Is what's going to most likely happen. Dirty Al Green is recording all of this, so make sure you. Okay, so that's your. I'll final... go Wharton. Wharton. Wharton final answer for Dirty Al Green. He's number ninety three on a Honda. Okay. All right. Mine's Jay So and everybody. You'll thank me later at a fifteen. Paul. Paul doesn't pick Dan one. Has, yep. Paul. Dan, Dan has Dakotas. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Kyle Peters for my lead pipe. Oof. I like it. I, I wish he was like a six. But... <clears throat> I know. I, I. But I think he's in the main. He's a good starter, and that guy lingers around. He kind of chizzes each weekend. So out of four, I'm banking on. I want to say Cantrell, but I'm banking on picking my. I'm basing my lead pipe off him not making the main event. So it's probably going to be wrong, but I'll safely say Kyle Peters is my lead pipe. McAdoo at a three. It's good too. <clears throat> I guess when you no. think of, yeah, maybe not. Maybe it's not good because it's a shootout, right? I, I, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Uh, R.J. Hampshire is not an all-star. Ninth or better I, for double I might points. pick. I might pick all West Coast riders just so I can have whoever I want at Daytona. Not a bad strategy. I like that, too. Damn it. I mean, if you're out of the points chase, that, that is a way to probably get prizes. You have a chance at the best chance at winning some prizes at Daytona, I would think. At Daytona, you'll have your best choice. The handicaps are going to change quite a bit just because we had to adjust them for the shootout. So going into Daytona, if you pick guys like Ferrandis, then that means you have eight All-Stars to choose from, you know, next weekend at Daytona. <clears throat> if you pick a West Coast All-Star this week, um, you know, pick Jimmy D. You, that's a West Coast guy. Things like that. So Owen, for anyone who doesn't know, Owen is racing East. He signed up for East. So. All right, um, there you go. Dan, anybody... do you have any info on on Anthony Rodriguez? Sorry, Steve. Yeah, yes, he is going to race this weekend. I think he could make the main. Um, he's just been doing his own deal. That's why he didn't go to Detroit. But uh, he'll race this weekend and Daytona. So he could make the main event, but he's scary. For sure scary. I mean, he can because the races that he's raced, he's gone 9 and 11. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's only raced one race. One. He's gotten yeah. 11th. Yeah. yeah. Um, Don't you see, yeah. like, 14. I don't want to change my lead pipe lock. <laughs> this is where Al Green gets confused. Yeah, it's never mind, never mind. About to go real sideways. I, I don't care. I don't. It's Owen. Fine. I just want to make Dirty Al Green's job easier. So, thanks to Fly Racing, Pro Taper, Ride 100%, Racer X brand, Kawasaki, all on board with us. Fault Pex Fantasy. Let's go 450s for this weekend in um, Atlanta. Hmm. Hmm. Should I go back to Osborne? JT, I he yep. didn't kill it as much as I thought. They, like he was steady. He start. Okay, so this weekend he's a one now. Is he still pickable? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, we I I picked him with confidence at a two at uh, Arlington. So yeah, why not? Okay. I just I don't. He hasn't been as as uh, as amazing as I thought. And, and you know, you jump- could go you could go contrarian. And hold him off, and then hope he doesn't do great, and then use him at Daytona. Yeah. Well, uh, JT, while we're at it, what stands what stands out for you four fifties for uh, for this weekend? Uh, I think my all star. I'm gonna go. Um, it's it's tempting to go with one of these. I'll say other guys, uh, but I'm looking at maybe Eli or maybe Marv. I just I like the I like the veteran guys, um, unless Eli has a mental breakdown. I think he'll be top three, and I, I like Marvin Atlanta. He's always ridden well in Atlanta. Um, I like. I think Webb will do really well too, but at a zero, I don't have any reason to pick Webb. So uh, the rest of these guys, uh, I'm thinking. 
hard about taking a flyer on Justin Hill. He was really good at what? the trace last year. <laughs> I mean, you have been so out on Justin Hill. You've been the most vocal guy. At flyer. But even – this is where I'm coming at, Steve. Even in the weekends he's been so terrible, he's still getting, like, 13th. Like, that's – yeah, He's, know, there he, was, he's uh, the last factory guy every weekend. Yeah, at Arlington, at Arlington, he was terrible, and he still got 13th. So – Maybe he has a decent race. Maybe he gets ninth. That's a that's pretty decent points. I don't know. It's just on my radar. I, I, I'll probably talk myself out of it. I would really like to pick guys like Insignap and some of these guys, but I haven't seen any signs of life from these guys to be able to pick them. Uh, if, you're, if you're trying to decide between the Cat and Carlin Gardner and Insignap and some of these guys, your, your likelihood of having all four guys in the main event is, is terrible. So... I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to go safer, and putting Justin Hill in the category of safer is is might be crazy, um, but I, I think maybe I go that route of I had Brayton last week, so I can't pick him, but I, I just think I'm going to go something like that. Um, I don't know what we're going to do with Alessi. Um, is he on here? He no, is not, not on here, so we're going to have to figure out what his handicap is. I know we talked prior uh, putting him somewhere from eight to ten. Um, so I, I'm guessing that's where he'll end up. We'll have to uh, we'll have to circle back on that. But that could be a pick too. But I don't think he's ridden much Supercross. I saw a post from his dad saying he don't like, that was like his first day. That usually doesn't work out all that well for Supercross. Is testing for two days. Um, but we'll see. I honestly, man, I don't I don't love a lot of these picks. I think we did a good job with the handicaps. They're they're going to be difficult. But I think I would pick Osborne. Um, and maybe Justin Hill, and then my, you know, my all-star we talked about, and then maybe I could go with the Chiz. Maybe Chiz is going to Chiz again. Um, but honestly, I need a lot of points, and the team I just told you is probably not going to get a lot of points. So I'm going to have to regroup a little bit. I like, uh, I like the 62. Yep, lock of the week. Oh yeah, Alex, Alex <laughs> Ray. Pick. That's a safe pick. <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> lock of the week, right there. Pick. Lock him in. Lock him in. Is that it? Is that your official pick, Paul? Well, I have a question for you before I say that. Okay. What is the news on Austin Politelli? Oh, I don't know. How would I know? Oh, oh, I don't know. You, oh. you seem to. I mean, yeah. you're the you're on the pulse of this of this of this sport, Steve. Uh, no, I don't know. Honestly, uh, Bichelli is still available, Dan, too, also to pick. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I don't know about Politelli, but um, A Ray is an eleven. He was a nine last week, and of course, he missed the main. Watch the main with me next to me in the press box the whole time, so that's never good. Um, he's an 11. I like that. JT, you don't like that? Just not as a lock? Is that what you meant? For A-Ray? Yeah. No, not as a lock. I mean, is it, there's a good chance he makes the main. He didn't last week, right? Good chance he makes the main, but I always come back to what's their ceiling, and I think his ceiling's like 17th or 18th, and that's okay you know if he gets no problem that's good points but man he tries he tries too hard i think that's been his problem half the time since he's gotten faster is he tries way too hard what about bogle yeah i like bogle but he's had two horrible races in a row you guys needed to move that higher you guys didn't move it high enough he got what do you want us to make him a 10 yep I mean, he almost had a podium like three weeks ago. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he got fourth three weeks ago. He's a handicap five. 
It hasn't gone good. He needs to be higher than a five I for mean, me to take. Yeah, it. his average finish over the last four is thirteen point two five. He's a five. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's an okay pick. I think you could, but I think you have to pick A Ray and Chiz. I think you, this is the weekend. They both came off bad weeks and handicaps went up. I think. I think you have to gamble with them. I'm gonna punch Chiz in the face if he like does anything good. I'm kind of bummed too, because I like him a lot right here. I can't pick him. Yeah. Uh, Dan will pick him. I think it's time to pick him. That's a good pick. Yeah. But yeah, I can't. Yeah. A A Ray Chiz. I like Baggett here, but maybe I save him for Daytona. He's good at both. Been good at both places. Maybe I go with JT and pick Marv. Uh, what? Uh, let's talk about the 800 for a second. So, my else. Oh, what, what, the 800 uh, at an eight. Does anybody like him? I am passing no matter what happens. <laughs> okay. Saving for saving for Daytona, just because I know it's not an outdoor track, but in Michael Essie's head, that he's going to feel faster. I, I think he's going to perform better at Daytona. I just. I, that's just what I feel, it, like the Fugazi, and give him a weekend to sort it out. I can't argue with that. Uh, JT or Dan, Michael Essie at an eight. Yeah, I'm I'm out. Uh, I haven't seen Michael Essie race since like 2015, so I'm out. No matter what. I mean, this guy could possibly. Mm-hmm. Would you guys say that he could possibly miss the main event? Mm, I think he makes the main event. No, I think he makes the main. Yeah. Right. Okay. JT Maine. Yeah, I mean, all day. I agree. I'm just, I'm just yeah, hoping if I main. pass, it would be really, obviously good for, good for my strategy. If he didn't make the main, then his handicap would go up a couple at least. Right. So. We're losing uh, blows, but we're adding Mike, so it makes it kind of the same. But say Ronnie Stewart's been really close, and he's a 14. So I just don't know how good Mike's going to be. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. I saw Nick Schmidt bought some of Freeze's bikes. Is he coming out? I guess he hasn't been riding very well, so he's not really on anybody's radar. Nick Schmidt is. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. D- d- I'm out on Hill, though. I am out on Hill. JT said he's taking a look at it, but sorry. I, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm not, I it's definitely it not anywhere near a dirty Al Green walk. Down but, to a three. Uh, hold on, one person at a time. I can't just disregard him. Okay. Man, I, at some point, at some point, he's going to get a decent result. He can't just get 14th all season. I, I think he can. <laughs> I think he can. <laughs> Does anybody want to bet that he'll qualify as top three? I'll go top three this weekend. I wouldn't take I, that. Let me look at the track real quick. I wouldn't take that. No way. Uh, so who dropped out of uh, – okay, so a couple guys that could do well here. Seeley didn't race. He's a, he's a non-all-star zero. And Plessinger dropped out of an all-star. Uh, he's a zero. Plessinger and Seeley. Seeley won a heat like two weeks ago. So, I don't know. Fastest, was fastest qualifier, and on his fastest lap, he got hurt last week. He got hit with a rock. Yeah. So, back, do, you, do you like that at a zero, Seeley? I, I do. Not horrible. He might, be a, he might be on my team with Chiz and A-Ray. Do you like it better than Plessinger at a zero? No. No? Yeah, I like AP better. Okay. I think the track's going to be really soft. It's been raining for like two weeks straight in Atlanta. There's JT with the weather again. He's very up in the weather. Uh, I'm always <laughs> impressed with JT's weather skills. Um, I, I mean, okay, well, listen. A-Ray, you can go A-Ray and Plessinger and Seeley or A-Ray, Osborne and Seeley. A-Ray, Plessinger and Seeley, like yeah, they're they're that's that's the combo, and then throwing an all star of Dean Wilson at a seven. Yep, yep, that's my all star. 
that that could be your team. My 100% lead pipe block of the week for 450s is Alex Ray, 62. Number one in your heart, number 62 in your program. Um, 100% lead pipe block, JT? I'll go Osborne. All right. Dan? Hey, Ray. Paul? Um, I'll be different and go Chisholm. Oh, dude. Okay. Chisholm's going to put a 14th on the board. Ben LeMay had a bad week last week. He had a big crash. He could be a good pick, too. He's a 7th. Ben LeMay qualified 13th. Yeah, he could be a good pick. He's been riding really good. That's pretty good. His average, average finish is 16 over the last four rounds. He, doesn't he finishes. He doesn't we didn't mention 15, 15, 17. He needs big We nasty. didn't mention Ryan Brees. Ryan yeah. Brees is a 12. A lot of people, if you didn't pick Ryan Brees, I think he makes the main event again, and he's a good pick at a 12. Yeah. Any flyers out there? Any guys that are really high handicaps? Was he there this weekend? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know, but wasn't he like basically going to make it at Dallas and then crash on the last lap? Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, so that team, that team's not a bad team. What I just said there: uh, A. Ray, Osborne, Seeley. Plessinger in some order, three of those guys and an all star. You agree, Paul? I think if I think if you can pick Brees, you gotta pick him. Really? I think so. He's a benefit guy. Okay. He's a he's a twelve. He he can't he can get yeah. last and still get double points. Right, yeah, for sure. All right. Anything else, boys? This showdown thing is gnarly, by the way, when you start looking at it like that. It's crazy. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. Eight, Can't eight, wait to be pissed off again this time next week. <laughs> we'll uh, let's give away the jersey of the winner of the showdown. Whoever wins the showdown, we can do that. Yeah, I can make it happen. What if somebody doesn't like us? <laughs> I'll make it happen. Someone likes someone that will make it happen. That's a good Not point. Really narrowing it down. <laughs> someone who out of us four will be friends <laughs> with the winner. Yes, Somehow. we'll sort it. We'll sort it out. Yeah, <laughs> I like how Dan just goes off script and does that. All right, cool. <laughs> Dan doing that. Um, all right, everybody. Well, thanks for playing. Thanks to Fly Racing, one hundred percent Pro Taper uh, Kawasaki Racer X brand for uh, supporting this podcast. Thank you, people, for playing. Really appreciate it. And uh, Paul Perbinos, Dan Truman, JT. Thanks, boys. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you.